0: Have you ever had an experience um, that you believe that God was behind something? It was more than a, uh, than a coincidence. there's something more at work here, and that if you try to explain to somebody else that they may not even understand it, but you do, because you know what happens from God. Well, I remember this story that uh, some friends of mine told me when I came to this area. Uh, they shared the story with me, so I'd like to share it with you. On the 25th wedding anniversary, they decided to go to Venezuela, a place called Britannia, Venezuela, where Mary appeared and the bishop uh, approved this apparition. Not all apparitions are approved, but this one was. And this had a big impact on their conversion back to the faith. And so this was important to them. So they decided to go and make a, a pilgrimage there. They knew God was calling them to go there. But the only problem was they weren't really great at traveling. In fact, they were never outside of the, uh, of the country before. So when they were on the plane, they kind of realized that, yeah, maybe we didn't think this out the best. And in fact, just before they went, there was an overthrow of the government and the military was in charge, but they still went. So. Um, Anita got out her rosary and started to pray the rosary. The plane was taxiing already, but they noticed this fella um, walking, walking uh, in the plane and walking towards towards them. And they had an empty seat right next to them. And he sat down right next to them. And Dave said to Anita, where did he come from? I, I don't know. Uh, so some small talk. You know, he's a... Uh, dark-skinned man with blue eyes and um, he noticed that she was praying the rosary and she said yes I'm praying the rosary well and she explained the situation to him he said did you ever pray to St. Raphael I have a holy card here in my wallet and um, he's a patron of travelers so I think you should pray to him okay I'll I'll do that some more small talk Um, by the way what's your name um, Raphael. Raphael's my name, so uh, she figured, okay, well, you know, uh, he must have devotion to St. Raphael because of his name. Uh, this whole time, he was actually eating a chocolate bar, and then he offered some chocolate to Anita. She said, no, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Um, and then they explained that, well, when they get to the airport, they just have a half hour until they can get to the car rental agency. Otherwise, they're stranded they don't speak the language they're not in a good situation there so he said well just follow me so they followed him through three different military checkpoints in which everybody else's luggage was being checked and all these questions all they did for them was they just looked at a stamp and went right through so they got eventually to the uh, airport corridor there's basically nobody there yet they put down their luggage went to thank him it wasn't there now, there was a long corridor. He couldn't have been hiding behind someplace. place. There was nowhere, nowhere to be seen. So they looked at each other. They knew at that moment that that was how God answered their prayers. That was probably an angel from God sent to help them. Probably Raphael. So when they get back home, they're sharing the story with a, uh, with a friend of theirs. And before they get in all the details, their friend says, yeah, well, my friend has been investigating different apparitions of St. Raphael different people. Did, did he offer you chocolate? Yeah, well, yeah. He, he offered chocolate. Yeah, he does that a lot. He offers chocolate. Now, what does chocolate have to do with it? I have no idea, all right? But, <laughs> but it's the fact that they made that connection, right? You, you remember it, right? So the Lord wanted them to remember that. Was he uh, dark skin and blue eyes? Yeah. Well, yeah. That, a lot of times he appears like that. Hey. So there you go. That was their sign that God was working with them. Now, I wasn't sure whether to mention this in the the homily, Uh, so I I ran this story by by Brother Gabe, and um, he said, yeah, I think you should mention this, especially since just like two minutes ago, um, I asked for confirmation from the Lord. I I was wondering if I should pray over this person with St. Raphael oil, and uh, so I need a sign from God. To miss later, I mentioned the story of St. Raphael. We never talk about St. Raphael, because unfortunately it's our St. Raphael, but he's the forgotten one of the archangels, you know? We talk about Michael, talk about Gabriel, but we don't talk about Raphael too much, so he's getting his kudos now. All right. But we see how God was working here, right? I mean, I know these people. They're not lying. This, this is their experience. Maybe we haven't had a dramatic experience like that, uh, But we know that God is working in our life. Maybe it was an angel. Maybe we can tell God was working through that person, through the comments or through their prayers. Maybe they didn't realize what they were doing, but we we did. We have to have those eyes of faith, right? A trusting heart. Because otherwise we miss it. Last week we talked about, for our message series, heart healthy. In order for us to have a healthy heart spiritually, we need to have an open heart. Uh, in order to take those uh, spiritual blocks, those earphones that we have in our, in our life, take those off to, to listen to the Lord. But we only listen to the Lord, or we only listen to others or the Lord when we trust them, right? Somebody who we don't trust is in one ear and out the other. We don't really pay much attention to them. But someone we do trust, we listen to. Abraham, he trusted in God. And um, so reminded of the story that God promised through Isaac many descendants, but then he asked him to sacrifice Isaac. So, so what is it? Now, it's important for us not to take this out of context because when we take a look at this just as on its own, it doesn't really make much sense, right? In fact, it seems like that's terrible, you know, what he's asked him to do. I mean, i would put you in jail today, yeah, and it, it should, But it's important for us not to take it out of context. We need to take it as a whole. Remember, this is a prefigment of what was going to happen on the cross. God the Father offering his beloved Son for you and for me, taking a hit for us, because there didn't have to be that atonement for sin. Also, it's important to note that, it says Isaac in the whole story, he carried, the wood of the, uh, he carried the wood for the sacrifice, the wood of the cross. He carried the wood up the mountain. Now, it was a Jewish understanding that he wasn't a little boy. He was a grown man. He was probably in his 30s. That was a Jewish understanding. So he could have overpowered Abraham, but he, he did not. He was willing. right? And also, it was uh, customary, unfortunately, uh, to sacrifice a kid to the gods in order to get their attention. So that was a cultural norm at that time. Terrible as it was. But in the end, God said stop. I'm different from those other gods that you're worshipping. No, I do not want that. But Abraham had to take a step out in obedience before that, that happened. Now if you notice, sometimes we have like uh, statues of imagery that there's an angel stopping the hand of, of Abraham. But that didn't actually happen that way. How did that happen? How did Abraham stop? It's when the Lord's messenger, an angel, called to him from heaven. That's how Abraham stopped. He was listening to Lord. That's how he, how he heard him. We have the uh, example of the apostles and Jesus The apostles, Peter, James, and John, the three, they followed Jesus up the mountain, even though they had no idea what Jesus was asking them to do. And then on top of the mountain, what they experienced, they saw Elijah and Moses, really the two greatest uh, figures of the Old Testament. And then among them was Jesus, and Jesus was more powerful than they were. He was transfigured before them. And then they hear the voice of God the Father saying what? This is my beloved Son, Listen to him. Listen to him. And they did. They obeyed Jesus. What did he ask him? He said, Don't tell anybody until I rise from the dead. That must have been uh, very tempting for them to say, Hey, we saw Moses, Elijah, pretty cool. And uh, Jesus was like real bright and like he's, he's more than what we experience. But they kept it to themselves. But they also didn't understand him fully. Remember it said they were questioning among themselves what did rising from the dead mean? They, they didn't know. But they still followed. They still followed because they trusted him. There's numerous other times in which the apostles didn't understand what Jesus was saying, but they still followed. Can we still follow God even when we don't understand everything? We will if we trust him, right? We follow those that we trust. Who, who comes to your mind Who's some of your family or friend that you trust? Some of in your life. If you're not thinking about anybody right away, at least we can think about who don't we trust, right? And uh, who don't we trust in society or family or friends? Why? Because they've hurt us in the past or un- unreliable. Um, we just can't trust them. But there's certain people who we can because they've shown that they are trustworthy. But even those people that we trust won't always be there for us. They'll die one day where they can't always be there for us. They're limited. But God is not limited. God is not limited. We can trust him in all times. He will never be wrong. We may not, not understand why he's allowing something, but the plan will work out in the end if we trust him. At the bottom of the image of, of divine mercy, Jesus asked for St. Faustina to put what at the bottom of the image? The phrase... Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. You can put a lot of phrases there, but he chose that one. Jesus, I trust in you. It's so important for us to trust him, not to be afraid. So let us ask the Lord for that grace this week, to trust him, to trust that God is working in our life, to remember those times that, oh yeah, you, you did do this, and, and, uh, and that was you. Like Dave and Anita, trust him. And they followed this man. They thought to be a man. Turned out to be an angel, we believe. Like Abraham trusted. Like the apostles trusted. Can we trust as well this week? Let's all say numerous times this week when things come up, Jesus, I trust in you.